Hey everyone, Mike Schiller, Senior Director of Supply Chain at ARM. I'm here with my very good friend and colleague, Karen Conway, the Vice President of Healthcare Value with GHX. And Karen, you know, you and I were here a year ago recording a webcast and certainly a year in, in a healthcare professional's life is like eons, right? It's kind of like dog years. It's and, not uh, boring. No, not boring by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. So a lot has certainly taken place in the last year. What are some of the trends that you're seeing that are taking place out there across the healthcare field? Well, one of the things that I think is still the same, but we're seeing an evolution in this area is in the pursuit of value, and particularly value to patients. And the other thing that we're, we're really moving towards is not just patients, but it's about populations. So, I mean, historically, we've had a healthcare system that has been really a sick care system. We take care of people when they're sick. And we're really seeing payment models that are focused on rewarding people in healthcare for keeping people healthy. And so that means keeping populations healthy. But populations is one of those terms where it's like, what do we really mean? Well, you can ask uh, 18 people what the definition of population health is, and we're probably going to get 18 different answers. Or right? 20 or 25. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you frame it up for our audience here, what population health means as you're defining it? Sure. Well, I, so it actually depends, but <laughs> it depends on, you know, so think about it. So it could be, um, it could be a population of people with a similar disease, say type 2 diabetes. It could be the population that an ACO is responsible for, the covered lives. Or it could be the population within a community. And so really trying to understand what does that community need. And many, well all not-for-profit hospitals have to do a community health needs assessment to really go out and understand what their populations need. And sometimes that's not just clinical care. Exactly. And I think this is a great opportunity here where supply chain can be involved and engage in that discharge planning process because with healthcare today, it's a continuum. Right. Uh, and so healthcare is now extending and expanding into the non acute care, play, uh, care space. And supply chain has a very definite role that they can play within that non acute care space. Well, what we really have to do is put ourselves in the position of the patient. So sometimes in healthcare, we've been so much siloed. So we have been, we focus on what happens in the primary care setting, what happens in the hospital, what happens perhaps in a skilled nursing facility, what happens at the home. But you know what, for that patient, it's all the same. They're the common denominator across Con all of those points exactly. of care. Exactly. Continuum yep. of care. So as we start to think about what is it that they really need. And what we have found that in many cases, the clinical care that somebody receives has less to do with how healthy they'll be or even how long they'll live as what we call the social determinants of health, which are things like, does somebody have a, make a, have a job, make a livable wage, have access to good food, even know what good food is, have transportation to get to some place that sells good food, has a support structure at home or even the infrastructure at home, such as a hot plate, a refrigerator, in order to take care of, of the food. So many of these things have a great deal to do with 
how healthy somebody is. It's almost like your zip code defines your health outcomes. Absolutely, absolutely. So what, what examples are you seeing in the area of social determinants of health where hospitals, where supply chain are taking an active role? Well, we're seeing an absolute increase in the number of hospitals and healthcare systems that are getting involved in the social determinants of health. I will tell you, I'm not seeing as much involvement yet by supply chain professionals. But if we really start thinking about it, and that's what I think, I know that the ARM community can come up with these examples, there's tremendous opportunities. So just one example, Geisinger in Pennsylvania, they have a program called the Fresh Food Pharmacy. They recognized that they had a significant percentage of their population that suffered from type two diabetes. And what they recognized is, is that good food good nutritious food can really help lower those blood sugar levels and help people better control their disease. So the clinical uh, teams within Geisinger, the population health teams, started a program that would help people learn what food was good to eat, help them have access to that, and provide a support structure to make sure that they had that infrastructure. But if you think about it, you have these clinical teams now who are working on procuring food, contracting food, and to expand the program, what they, one of their biggest barriers was that they had to go from one food bank where they had a contract to another county with another food bank where they had to contract. Well, who does contracting well? Supply chain. They also have to contract for the food, source the food, contract for the food, receive the food, deliver the food. Distri distribution, everything, right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, who does that well? So it was interesting. I was speaking with Dr. Andrea Feinberg, who was over this particular program at Geisinger, and she said, you know what? I see supply chain as having a much bigger role five years from now. Food is just one example. Think about transportation. Think about housing. There's a whole list of things that we could get involved in. Absolutely. And I think on that, just in keeping with the theme of the ARM 18 conference, connect, engage, and innovate. And so I just want to challenge our healthcare professionals, supply chain professionals out there, do not wait for the opportunity to come to you. Go out and seize that opportunity. Go out and engage. Go out and innovate. Go out and connect. Find those opportunities, especially in this non-acute care space as more care moves into that arena on those areas or in those areas that you can go ahead and play a vital role. And really, I think in kind of putting a bow on this, if I can, CQO extends into that non-acute care Absolutely. space as well. And CQO is about solving healthcare problems and not a supply problem. And so I think that that extends into the non-acute care space as much as it does into the acute care space. Supply chain's skills yes. are vital to value in healthcare. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope uh, that you got something valuable out of this. And again, see the opportunity for you to engage into those non-acute care space areas where supply chain can play a significant role. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.